0: Happy Friday. I am so grateful, super grateful for yet, yet another Friday. If this is your first time tuning in to Conversations with Toy, please don't make it your last. Make sure that you, you know, listen to other episodes. We cover all types of topics from self-care, mental health, family relationships. Pretty much we cover it all. Sometimes we dibble and dabble in social media if it's a hot topic all kinds of things that we do here on this podcast, but it's not a coincidence that you're here and it's not a coincidence that you're tuning into this particular episode. So sit back, relax. If you're on your treadmill trying to get your body right, we're here for that. If you're folding up your laundry like I do when I listen to podcasts, go ahead and go with the flow, but we are so grateful to have you here for this particular episode. I have had a pretty decent week. I cannot complain. Last week, I was on a little bit of a staycation. If you missed that episode, go ahead and listen to it. If you have not been to Long Beach, New Jersey, and you're in the area, you really should give it a, a try and make sure you stay at Daddy O's. You will love it. You will absolutely love it. The vibes, they all passed the vibe check. Everything about that facility was amazing. Great. And I'm not just saying that because they had me there. If it was something wrong, y'all already know I would say something. Why? Because I feel like honest opinions matter. And it's okay to respectfully say if something is not okay. I feel like you should always work with the company first to figure out whatever it is that needs to be fixed or what could be changed or what, you know, a suggestion always. But there's nothing wrong with giving an honest opinion because let me just say, traveling has become extremely expensive. It is more expensive now to travel than it's ever been before. So I don't want you to waste your money, your ducats, your coins, your farthings, whatever you're using to go on vacation and then be like, this is not at all what she said it was. Like, I don't need that to happen for you. So I would say, yes, um, going to Daddy O is it a very amazing place. And I did not have any issues whatsoever not Indirectly or directly, it couldn't have gone more perfectly. It was probably the most seamless vacation or staycation that I've ever taken. So many times, especially when you link up with other hotels, and especially for me being a content creator and they have you come to stuff, it still can be a hassle. Like as far as check in and what time, they were the most absolutely laid back. They basically said, come in anytime after in the afternoon, check in, and this is where you want to be for dinner and drinks when i tell you it was seamless i literally came in showed my id they gave me the 411 gave me my card i went to my room and no one bothered me i was able to get almost a two and a half to three hours sleep and i needed that rest i didn't even realize how tired i was i don't know how i don't because every time i come on here don't i say i'm tired right so nonetheless i was able to get this most amazing amazing sleep and it literally set the tone for how that Overnight was going to be, and I needed every bit of it. So, take my word for it, head out to Daddy O. You will love it. I'm going to link the review. I actually broke it up into two parts. I haven't done part two yet. So, if you follow me on the blog at toytime.org, you know I have not done a part two yet, but I'm going to get to it. Trust me, either over the weekend or by early next week. This weekend, though, I do need to get into Sesame Place and listen. I know that Sesame Place is geared towards children, but I must be the biggest kid that there is. I would have gone to Sesame Place with, even without my kids, but I will have that blog for you, uh, hopefully by tomorrow. And just talking about our experience as a family, the first time going out to a water park, um, or anything like that, to that extent, since the pandemic wasn't bad. It was not bad. There was very limited issues. A couple things here and there, uh, about three parents lost their kids, and listen i used to be very judgmental of like how could you lose your kids but even the the best parent can lose a child like in a in a crowded situation like that um specifically when you go to sesame place especially i think i found that the kids that were lost got lost mostly where there's a street of course sesame street and on that road on sesame street in sesame place there is a lot of congestion where families are kind of standing there, especially when the parade, uh, the parade of Sesame street characters come down and as the people are congregating in there, it's extremely easy to lose a child. Now I have not lost one of mine, but that doesn't mean anything when it comes to parenting because kids like to pull their hand back. They stand and stare. If they see something that they want to look at. And so again, it's very easy to lose a child. So I would say if I can give a pre, before the blog comes out is to just be very careful and very more aware of your children when you're in this crowd as the parade is about to start. Because again, that crowd, everybody's on the, you can't be in the street. So it's almost like a regular street. You can't be in the quote unquote Sesame street. You have to be on the sides and it gets crowded because everybody wants to get in that front space so they can see when, you know, the characters come past So just a little bit of a tidbit, but this week has been very interesting, a lot of moving parts. So I don't know why, I do know why, let's talk about it. I talk about self-care and health care and mental wellness, but I have not been doing well when it comes to eating on a regular basis. Um, I feel like I'm still in this grief past and I'm trying to get through it because this is the only thing that can make that make sense to me since the death of my cat, I feel like my timing has been off where it comes to just doing the normal things that I would do. And any other week, any other time before that, on it. Eating my three meals, drinking my water, doing all these different things. So I feel like this is like a grief fog that I'm in and I'm trying to come out of that slowly, but it's not as easy as I thought it would be. Like I thought, oh, well, you're getting better. You're not crying every single day. You, you know, you're, you're feeling better. You're moving better, but I'm experiencing like sleep deprivation. Then when I do go to sleep, I'm getting this weird, uh, in this it's interrupted sleep or I can't sleep in my bed still. So I'm still struggling in that. And I say that because again, when you hear people talk about how are you doing and they say, Oh, I'm fine. The reality is that I can honestly say I'm not. So I'm, you're doing the, the best that I can to get past this moment, to go through this grief. Um, I see that my kids are going through it as well. And we're all doing it in our own different ways. So anyone who has ever experienced a loss of a pet, you just, you just know how much that can be draining. However, um, I'm just, this week has been interesting and I want to try to figure out how to formulate my words around this. It's amazing how, like as a podcaster, I should just be able to flow, 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 but sometimes it doesn't always work that way. But what I do want to talk about, as we're going to have an amazing guest today, we're going to have, uh, MB Singley on our show. She's an amazing artist, uh, singer, songwriter, and she just, her energy is absolutely 100% on point. You listen, when you hear her later in this episode, you're going to see why we talk about all the things and I just love it. Um, but in my in my life, in my personal life, the things that's been going on this week, it's just a weird spacing. I had a situation this week where I could have been, and listen to me very clearly, I could have been what would be considered disloyal, right? To the point where divulging information or doing all these different things. But I'm so grateful for understanding and knowing how people work. When you hear people say things and they're trying to get an answer from you, or they want to... They want you to divulge information that could be damaging, even if it's indirectly or indirect or indirectly or directly. I've gotten to the obviously age and stage where you just know people, right? You know how people operate. And so I don't allow people to bait me. Baiting people is very much, very easily done because the people, some people are super direct and they ask you questions that if you would just listen to people, you could just hear the 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 tone in which they're asking. You know, if you listen to people that you can just hear where this conversation might be headed. I think sometimes we don't listen to hear. We just listen to say we did. So I'm doing more of listening to hear, listening to understand, I should say, listening to understand, because sometimes we speak so quickly without considering and thinking. And so that has been a challenge that I definitely nailed it this week because again, people will bait you into conversations and then bait you for information. And I've gotten to the age now, if you would have asked me that in my twenties, I probably would have been giving up all the tea and all the things serving all the sides and the crimpets and the, but that's not my stage right now. Like I'm not in that stage where any of that is necessary for me. So if you find yourself in a situation where you have someone trying to bait you for information, just listen to understand. And when you hear it, when you hear it, respond accordingly and for me accordingly is to just not respond there's nothing to me to respond to give the okay the yes the the acknowledgement of it just look look and wave right but also this week it's been a lot of media events and i am so happy about that because again as the world begins to open back up in a way continue to be safe don't think for three seconds that we're not uh, testing ourselves around here Wearing our masks when it's pop, you know, when we need to, because if I'm outside and I'm socially distanced, I'm not about to be out here in this hundred degree weather with a mask on. But if I'm in a situation where I'm in a large crowd of people, I don't have any problems, no matter what the degrees are to put my mask on. Nothing. You know, again, I have to stay safe. I have children um, and I have to do what I have to do. But you knew, but all of us getting out is been nice. It's actually been quite nice. And I know there's a lot of pushback because there's people who don't want to do those things. And kudos to you. I think everybody should live their lives according to what works best for them. And I'm always in agreement of that. So continue doing what you're doing. Stay safe. Be cautious. Don't let your guard down to think that the pandemic is over because it's not. I mean, we're living now in in the midst of inflation. You can't get certain products in and the products that you do get are sky high you have gas going up to almost 200, $200 per, you know, fill up for my SUV. Yes. I said, SUV pray for me. I literally have not had this car, um, or SUV for a year and I would buy a car in the missile in the middle of inflation, but it is what it is. So yeah, it takes almost a hundred or a little over a hundred dollars to fill that SUV. And when you consider all the many trips that I take or the events that I go to now, I have to be extremely strategic. Um, Somebody was saying to me the other day, we're like, oh, I see you feel like you've cut back. Child, have you seen them gas prices? Listen, I have to be strategic. If it's in the city or the vicinity, like, okay, cool. But if it's somewhere where I have to travel out, like I got to pray on that. Like, let me pray about, like, is the gas worth it? Like, is this going to be worth the gas prices? Like, even if I'm getting comps or whatever the case may be, that sounds great. But is it worth the gas prices? So that's the question that I have to ask myself when it's time to do things is this worth the gas prices? You know, looking at my schedule, trying to get to the point where I only schedule two to three events a week. It's getting harder because I work with multiple PRs. And so you want to be loyal to the one PR and then you have the other PRs that you work with. And so again, it's, it's very hard to balance, but yeah, I have to cut that back because gas ain't what it used to be. You know, $20 ain't it like $20 won't even give you a quarter tank. So I can't, You know, we can't play that game, especially like I said, because I have an SUV, it is what it is. But to all the parents whose kids are either already out of school or your children are about to be out of school, let us have a parental prayer. The parental prayer is that these kids will have a safe summer, right? And in addition to having a safe summer, that they will be gentle on our wallets. Now we know as parents as they won't. I don't know what it is that these kids will not eat with their school stomachs. Now at school kids, my kids get a snack in the morning or a breakfast, like a breakfast snack. So I guess it's about nine, ten o'clock in case, you know, there's some kids who don't eat breakfast. So they'll have a breakfast snack. Then they have lunch and then they come home. When they come home to me, they have their snack after school. They do their homework, showers, do all those things. And then they have dinner. Well, in the summertime when my kids are home, it's breakfast, breakfast, snack, lunch, afternoon snack, dinner, and then can I get some ice cream? Can I get a cupcake? So they don't eat with their school stomachs when they're home. So all parents are going to start that preparation are already in the depth of, you know, having to have more food on deck in their homes because it takes a... (laughs) <laughs> so it takes money, it takes coin to make sure that you have food in your home for your kids. And this is why I always have agreed with programs that have, you know, lunches or breakfasts or whatever they have in the summertime because there are parents who cannot afford that. If you can't afford it during the school year, which there are parents who cannot, when you think about the cost of food, which is gone all the way up, you know, $200 worth of groceries, uh, maybe even a year or two ago could have gone a lot further than they definitely do now. $200 worth of groceries. I just went to the grocery store. I spent $272. I feel like I got basically one cart of food. And if, to be honest with you, I'm going to have to go back again, because that's not even going to last about a good week or so gas. I mean, uh, groceries and everything has gone up. So to the parents, the parental prayer, I just pray your patience that your children are healthy and doing all the things and that, you know, you're doing all that you can because this is not going to be an easy summer. Because again, when you add in travel, doing activities, gas prices, to go places, it's going to get rough. So to my parents, I salute you. We are all in this together. But to everyone else, let's talk about something this week before we bring in Beyond. I want to just touch on let's talk about rude behavior. I want to touch on and talk about rude behavior. I honestly believe that rude behavior is always in the in the eye of the beholder. And I feel like because what one person does may not even be deemed as rude behavior, but I feel like a lot of people who are the rudest people in the world are fully aware of how they act. They're aware of the things that they put out. They know that their energy is messed up but they will justify it. Well, I do this, I say this, I am this way because of something that someone else said or did. Let me explain this to you. There's been a thousand and one times that people have said and done things that have been outright, shown up to the core wrong. However, my responses to the situation are my responses to them. I can control them. I can do whatever it is that I'm gonna do with them. And I think sometimes we have to just take a step back from making excuses. And we talked about this in the accountability episode of last week you, are, we are all responsible for ourselves. So yes, rude people are, it's just not in the will for me. Like I don't like rude people. It's something about rude people that just irritate me to no end. And you're going to deal with them, especially in the summertime. Cause I feel like people are more laid back and they're, you know, trying to just relax. I mean, even if you're working all throughout the summer, cause I mean, people don't take a break all summer long, just these kids um, you're going to have moments where you're dealing with ruder people. And again, this didn't necessarily happen at Sesame place. Cause I didn't have any, I didn't see any direct rudeness at the rest Sesame place, at least not with me and my family. Actually, no, that's not true. There was one situation where while in the line at Sesame place, uh, my son was in line. My son is such a, you know, he's such a cutie and he has the biggest heart and he just, you know, We're working on him to become more aggressive and aggressive meaning not aggressive in the negative tone, but more aware of his spacing and to just kind of like stand in his spacing and, and own that because he's the type of person, like if he's in line and somebody just gets in front of him, you know, he'll just be like, oh, it's okay. You, you know, have, you know, that you needed to be there. And I'm just like, I wish I could, you know, bring a little bit of that into my life, but then, you know, it's also the part of making him understand, like they didn't respect your space. You know, they didn't respect your space. So you need to just kind of stand in there and not necessarily be argumentative, but just command your space a little bit. So as a mom, you know, I watched him, I watched his family, uh, get in front of him and, I wanted to see what he did. And of course, being the big sweetheart that he is, he just kind of let it go. And so I went over there and I said to them, so did you not see my son? What made you decide that he wasn't worth you standing where you needed to be to jump in front of a child? You know, like what made you think that would be okay? Oh, we didn't know he was in line. He was in line behind another person. You literally cut in front of him, had to almost sort of move him without really putting your hands on him. And you think that's okay. And so the exchange wasn't, it wasn't a, um, it wasn't a Karen. It wasn't, um, anything, you know, gone to the left. It just was a, what made you think that was okay. Now, again, I'm in Sesame place. They have hosted us there. I am aware that anything that I say and do is a reflection of them, especially being a part of their guests. And honestly, it wasn't anything escalated. When I said what I said, um, I put myself and my son back into the space that he needed to be in and they respected it. I mean, they could have been mumbling behind amongst themselves, but it didn't escalate. And I wouldn't, I wasn't going to allow it to escalate because at the end of the day, there was nothing to dispute. You saw my son, you moved him out of his space. And I say all of that because you're going to deal with that. You're going to deal with those incidents where people are going to believe that they belong in a space that you don't belong in, right? We're supposed to be here, not you be very aware that everything doesn't have to be fully escalated. I mean, I get it. Everything's about cameras and recording and escalations. And we got Karen's running around here. And we got Keeps running around here. We got all the things, all the names, all of the foolishness running around here. But I just like to try to stay in control as much as possible because I'm not responsible for them. I'm only responsible for me. Had I went over there and started screaming and hollering, it just would have turned into a whole new thing. And I was like, let me just use communication. Let me just use clean, clear communication and see what we can do with that. And just grateful that it didn't need to escalate. Because again, I would have controlled it. I wouldn't even have allowed it to escalate. Not not on the fact that I'm there as a business person and I don't need my business tarnished or people saying, you know, well, she was there. And then if I write a blog about just the experience in general, and then they're like, oh, I remember her. And this is, she was acting really nasty and rude. Like, I just don't want that. But I taught my son, like stop allowing people to push you out of your spacing. And sometimes we deal with that as adults. There are people who don't believe that we are where we're supposed to be and, or that we don't deserve to be wherever we're at. Listen, you cannot. You cannot, should not at any point allow any of that to interfere with the things that you have going on or that you're doing. Because listen, whether you believe I'm supposed to be here or not, baby, I am here. And that is what it's going to be. So that's just a little bit of, you know, of a word for you. We're going to be dealing with the rootness of people all summer long. It's hot. It's going to get hotter. Um, when it gets hot, people's attitudes and flares go up when it gets hot and people have been drinking attitudes and flares are going to get up. I'm always going to caution myself to try to handle things as much as peaceful as I can, because in this day and time, people don't know how to act right. People are quick to pull a weapon than they are to do anything else. And I don't have time for any of that. So again, try to manage yourself, manage your family. We have a discussion with our kids when we go places. We let them know the deal, the real about what you're about to go into. And especially because again, I need to make my kids aware that not everybody believes that we're, anybody should be in the space that they're in. Just be aware of yourself, be aware, stand your ground, but you know, don't, you know, if you can avoid an escalation, avoid it. Now don't get this twisted. Had I not been there or anywhere, anywhere, not just necessarily there, but anywhere. I always try to lead with understanding or try to, you know, at least attempt to be as peaceful as possible. Again, this is the 40 year old, 41 year old toy, 20 year old toy would have been, I would have been, I wish somebody would. That is my, like, I really wish I waited for moments like that, like just so I could pop off but that type of energy for me to pop off is just not, it just doesn't exist for me anymore. I, I try my best. It has nothing to do with just being a parent, but as a parent to try to set an example, because if I'm always willing to pop off at every like second of a whim, it's just going to be problematic. Nobody wins when you do that. And kudos to those who live their lives that way. It's just not a part of my, my life, my journey. So let's just be more understanding. Again, be aware when it gets hot and the rudeness comes out. When it gets hot, rudeness and people have been drinking. Have you ever been to a sporting event where, like, you've been tailgating and people have been drinking all afternoon? The sun is hot. People are doing the most. If they're not throwing up sick, they out here throwing bows. Like be careful about what spacing you are in. Don't allow people to just walk and push themselves into your spacing to command your respect, command your spacing, try to go in it initially with the thought of diffusing the situation and not escalating the situation, but be prepared, be, you know, <laughs> be also ready um, to defend yourself, but also just try not to take it to that level if you possibly can. Uh, We are going to bring Embiid in so we can have this amazing conversation about just the joy of life, singing, and how music can be such a helpful tool with self-care. You know I'm always about that. So without any further ado, welcome Embiid after these commercials. Today's podcast is sponsored by Athletic Greens. I personally use Athletic Greens because... I don't like taking a bunch of supplements and vitamins. It's something about the pills that I just can't do every single day. And regardless of your lifestyle, whether you eat keto, vegan, dairy-free, whatever your lifestyle is, this will be for all. Also, we're all about saving money and it only costs you less than $3 a day. Not to mention, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So that means five, at least 7,000 other people, including myself, who have used it and know the benefits of it. In addition, right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. That's right, one scoop in a cup of your water that you drink every day. That's it, no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you one free supply, one year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first pack purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash emerging again. That is athleticgreens.com backslash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition. All right. Welcome conversations with toy family. We have a treat today, an absolute treat. Okay. Mm. I can't express that so many ways, but if you love music, if you love storytelling, I need you to lean in with your good ear. Your good ear, right? You might be working out, doing your thing. That's all good. Keep doing those things, folding up the laundry, because that's what I do when I listen to podcasts as I fold up laundry and try to catch up on some housework. Whatever you're doing, <laughs> continue doing it because that's what we're doing, right? But we have NB Singly today. She is an amazing, in my opinion, singer, songwriter, uh, storyteller, all of these different is that you want to bring in about her and i want her to introduce herself the way she would love you know that's how we do here at conversations with toilet people do and say how they want going to be brought in right mm-hmm. so go ahead and take it away
1: um uh, thank you toy okay my name is i am mb singly my full name is embalia but the other pronunciation of my name is embalia and we can be all the things, right? So we can be Envy. I'm going to be Envy for this conversation because I'm leaning in toy, like we just hanging out. So it's me, you know, Envy and Toy. Um, yeah, I'm from Philadelphia, born and raised. And, um, you know, spent a little time in New York, but came back because needed to come home. And what else? Yeah, and I make music. Um, I write stories. Uh, I'm a student right now. I'm in school, uh, but making sure to find time for some music and just glad to be with you on this show. Well, I love all of that. You listen, mm. I'm here for being a student because, you know,
0: everybody can be a student of life and, and, and listen, listen, because <laughs> you'll Let's learn a lot. It. Uh, not. Take
1: notes,
0: take some notes, get your notebook because you will learn. If get nothing, the trapper, ki- get your traffic keeper. Oh my God. I ain't heard traffic keeper in a hot, <laughs> a hot minute. We are now revealing our ages at this point. Okay, Trapper Keeper. We don't even talk oh, about okay. that. I think you can't even go into the store and find a Trapper Keeper. You
1: cannot, which is a shame. It's a shame because Trapper it Keeper
0: used to be my thing. The like, bomb. The Trapper Keeper was the most important part of my list because then you could go in and get some
1: that are already decorated or you decorated yes. yourself. Oh, yeah, that was the thing. And you could keep all of your supplies together. Remember, mm-hmm. like, all of your stuff was in your traffic keeper In one little area, and then you just close it up. You might have the zipper one. <laughs> right. I had the step. zipper one. That's when
0: I really thought I was really doing something. Like, at oh, first, okay. I had the little fold one with the adhesive thing. Then I was like, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> then I got, you know, my parents you know. upgraded me to the little zipper one, and you couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> nothing. I We're had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> we getting them A's. Right. Okay. Them A's is coming. Like, and I did. I got them A's, but I'm trying to keep it with life. Full <laughs> life. Oh my gosh. So now that we've revealed, you know, where mm. we are in life.
1: Yes. yes and yes. if y'all are there with us, y'all know y'all sitting there. Come like, on. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Ask somebody. If you don't know about the trapper keeper, just ask somebody. You know, these are historical artifacts we need to be talking about. Right. You know what? I feel like I should have made a time capsule. <laughs> and back in the day my kids come ask me that did I
0: did I make a time I'm like a time capsule so we were trying to get our grown behinds at the time was just trying to get to being grown not knowing That's no it. better That's you know it. let's just That's get it. to adulthood
1: now adulthood yeah. is ghetto well <laughs> well we should have saved a lot of that stuff because they dress in like I used to dress in high school now I'm like why didn't I keep that sweatsuit Right. My whole kids could have been out here really in, on point.
0: Stunting. 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 With just the old stuff yes. I
1: had. To, and at the
0: time I didn't want to wear it. <laughs> I was so mad at my parents for wearing half the stuff
1: we had to wear. Like, why are we wearing this? Listen, and now they all look, they got the high-waisted jeans. They cute. the bro, The bold Listen. colors, the oversized sweaters. I'm like, give me that back. My sweaters are oversized because my parents got them from the
0: Goodwill and they was a little (laughs) size up so I wouldn't have to buy them but once every two years. Okay. And now that's a style. (laughs) I'm like,
1: okay. (laughs) It's coming back around. We coming back into fashion. Right. I told
0: them, save a couple of your pieces. Your stuff going to come back around too. Put it in the time capsule. Put Put your time capsule together. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just glad to have you here. We have so much to talk about because you have a little of a children's show. I got a chance to listen to it, and I had my son listen to it, and I had to make him go upstairs because he needed to be about his way. Talk a little bit about what caused you, first of all, the title. First of all, give us the title of it.
1: Yes, okay, so we are called Jams for Junior John's. I had, you know, if you're from Philly, you gotta put John in everything. John's is so, a word. It's a noun. It's a it's, verb. It's, it's all the verb. Things. It's an adjective. All the it's things. All the, all the things. And so I wanna say probably in 2019, I I had been doing music and movement with kids for years. And that was, you know, whether it was mommy and me programs or going into daycares in West Philly or Germantown and just providing music. Um, because I found for little kids, you know, music is it's just joy. Like you don't have to do much to pull that joy out of children when it comes to music. And so I loved doing that in daycares and all children. Like that's the thing, like w- whether they're on the autism spectrum, mm-hmm. you know, um, regardless of varying abilities, like you can reach children through music. And so in 2019, I decided to kind of formalize it and start Jams for Junior Johns. And we are a trio um, along with a Philadelphia-based drummer, but I knew him from work years ago named Jimmy Coleman. And uh, we usually have somebody playing horn or trumpet. This time, we'll have a, a guy named Chandler Judkins. And we just party, you know? We just talk about tying your shoes. Um, in this case, or talk about, you know, talk about staying healthy, you know? So, like, if you got to sneeze, please put your nose in your elbow. You know, saying, adults, put your nose in your yeah, elbows. This could be for you too.
0: <laughs> I know this is for the junior Jones, but this is for you too, the, the junior Johns, the senior Johns, all the Johns. All the Johns. Please all the in
1: Listen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good point because we make the music for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you make music for children, what I find is you're actually making music for everyone because that child is never there by themselves. They're usually there with their guardian, a parent, a teacher, and it's important to me that whatever we're doing reaches the adult and reaches that child inside of all of us because we can be so serious as adults, you know. We can be so um, worried, and just having you know these thirty minutes or forty-five minutes, however long the, the work is, to kind of just key into that part of you that's like, oh, I'm gonna put my nose in my elbow, you know. It's like it's silly, but it's like let me just be silly for that moment, you know. And so. Our aim and goal is really just to kind of wake us up to let kids be free, you know, because mm. that's the thing. When you start playing some music and the kids start dancing, they don't care what they look like. Their bodies are free. They're just enjoying themselves. And so um, the point was to kind of figure out how to encapsulate that and turn it into a show.
0: I think you did a great job with it. I mean, again, the songs are memorable. So the adults will find themselves singing. I mean, but that's with anything we watch. You know tv with your kids or you're doing something with your children or, or if your grandchildren or whomever you're going mm-hmm. to remember things because it's playing in the background
1: that's right that's right and so uh i want to say during the pandemic um i started doing stuff on instagram because i realized everyone was home with their kids right uh and so i thought if i could come up with something i was doing weekly and that i could capture you could put your kid on a phone which we don't want our kids on devices all the time right but uh, we could talk about how they were feeling about the pandemic. And so talking about missing our friends, um, talking about wearing masks, you know, things of that nature to kind of keep kids connected to each other and also, you know, to have an experience that the parent could share with the child. And so that pivot was interesting because it kept me creative, mm-hmm. um, but it was also you know, this pandemic has been difficult for all of us, but especially little ones. But, you know, little ones can't express it, right? And that's probably right. something we won't see until they're of an age where they can, you know, begin to verbalize what that experience was like. So that was important to me to be able to create something for kids during the pandemic as well.
0: I love that. And again, if you have not seen it, you actually can look and see various clips of this on your YouTube channel.
1: That's right. If you go to YouTube, uh, Jams for Junior Johns, all, you know, Jams, J-M-S for F-O-R, Junior, you know, the whole thing. Don't um, worry, I know y'all it. didn't
0: catch that because y'all, y'all, you know, y'all don't be hearing to hear, so we're gonna get you right. I am going to link all of this in the show yeah. room so that you can just get the click. You know, we are a clickable people, so we're gonna the make right,
1: click, they just want to click, 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 click with it, mean with it. Yes, all of it. See how creative she just it. over here, just you know, again, oh, still telling her
0: age because that song. Do you did you <laughs> did you see on TikTok? I don't know if you're on TikTok, but how much they've ch-
1: ch- taken that song and acted as if it's brand new. Yeah, it's not. It's not. So that's why we have to write a song toy. <laughs> we have to write a TikTok song. Oh my God! Everyone, let's do it the opposite way. Let's write a TikTok song that's very popular, but it's only like thirty five seconds. seconds. Right, it's right, five right, right. Seconds, right. Even thirty seconds is too long. And then when it becomes popular, we'll we'll write the rest of the song. And right. That's that's we'll how just it be counting count your- our stats. <laughs> Try to get all the checks, all the
0: coins. Let's do it. Um, I love that. And so, what are you doing now with that show? Like, are you taking that now that we're sort of getting back into the swing
1: of life? How, how are you
0: How are you doing with that?
1: So I, you know, I mentioned I was a student. I took a break. Um, I realized with COVID that so much had changed in the creative world, especially in the performing arts world. And I play guitar and piano but I predominantly sing. Like that's mm-hmm. my, you know, I accompany myself on guitar, but I'm always singing. And I realized like, oh, I will not be able to do this for a while, right? Um, I was aware, you know, spitting on people, aerosols, all of that. Right, that's not a thing. That was a rack for a little right. bit. Um, but I also realized when I was doing, you know, in the times of I've, I've done music, especially for adults, a lot of the work I was starting to do was um, a little more provocative or evocative. Some of the things I wanted to talk about through story and song, was making people feel stuff. And I didn't have the tools to address that. And so um, beyond being like, thank you so much, I'm glad that this pulled up this memory. This, this memory, you yeah. for coming, Great. Right, and so um, I decided to go back to school and I'm getting my master's in social work right now. And so my interest right now is really to try to figure out how to weave in music into like trauma-informed work. So even as I continue mm-hmm. to do the work with children, to kind of figure out how to get them to express themselves in ways that feel comfortable get their parents to be able to ask them how they're doing and not in that parent way where you know i might ask my child like how are you doing but i want them to say they're fine <laughs> right because right. i don't have nothing if you're not fine because if right, you're not
0: then i'm not okay the and you'd be like uh, well, go clean your room
1: and God bless. Like you can't, you gotta something <laughs> right? to we need something, right. And we need, and we also need something as individuals. Like how are we taking care of ourselves? So my hope is to, to learn some of the things, you know, to take some of the, the I, ideas and concepts I'm learning in social work and combine them with music in a way that, um, I continue doing my music, but I'm also doing therapy in some kind of way you
0: know? Well, you know, music therapy is very real. I know. And it's very helpful. I've done it a couple times because, you know, I, I am a choir director's daughter. So are you? Yes. So I'm you're a, a singer. Okay. I, look, and I can dab a little bit and I don't, don't. No, you can blow. <laughs> and so I've oh, grown on. up my, my whole life, my whole life just being around music. Uh, my ah. mom is in theater um, she did a lot of theater plays and things like that. So, you know, it's very, it's not abnormal for me to go to music as a form of self-care for myself. Yes, that's right. Um, there are go-to songs that I have aligned for certain levels of feelings and thoughts and processes. Mm. Um,
1: yeah. I, that you turn to, so like when you need to re, what's your song when you need to like, give me, what's your song when you need to rejuvenate yourself? Um, if I need to rejuvenate myself and I've had like a bad flow of,
0: of emotions, I'm going to go yeah. to, um, Kirk Franklin. I smile to try oh. to get like, it's a little bit more upbeat so that I'm not yeah. as mellow. Uh-huh. If I'm having like, really, I need a good cleansing cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I need that, I'm going to go to, uh, Fred Hammond's, um, mm. don't pass me by. Mm. So that's my thing. So I can get all the cries out. Cause I don't care where you are. You could be just you know, wherever you are, I hear that song, it's an immediate cry and it gets a good cleansing cry. And then it's able for me to, then
1: I could go into like journal writing and things like that. So, right. I love that. So I, I, this is interesting because I used to work in churches and do music, Mm. Uh, but this was always generally Methodist church. Right. Mm -hmm. So they don't, you know, it wasn't a lot of contemporary stuff, but it's interesting because I was, when I was having a moment the other day, the the song that always jumps into my head is um, total praise. I
0: like that one too.
1: And because it just kind of sneaks up on you. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. You know, so I love that you have your soundtrack and we all need our soundtrack. We do. You know? we music need is our important. Moments. It really is important. Can I share with you, um, Roots Picnic was recently here in Philadelphia. I Kirk know. Frank- Kirk Franklin was there. I know. And okay. I was like, why wasn't I there? Like, what was But happening? the thing I want to tell you, um, because my oldest daughter was is a dj and was playing I so heard, we were I heard, I heard. but yeah. i missed i didn't see kirk franklin's set but they were running behind um mm-hmm. the you know the tech there was all these issues with tech you know you got to get the bands on the stage you got to uh sound check line check get them you know it just takes forever mm-hmm. well your boy kirk franklin had a plane to catch and i've heard it from two people because i heard the first one i was like he's a bad cat he looked at the time. He said, I have a plane to catch. He said, whose keyboard is that? Just leave that keyboard there. He said, take those drums out. And he got, he went on by himself. He was like, give me my audio. Let's go. Just started rocking it. Out came his singers. Everybody just came out afterwards. They said he literally just killed it because he didn't need to warm up. He's like, I don't need all of this. Mm-hmm. Let me do what I need to do. And he said to the point where like, finish the set through the mic, somebody caught it. And he was, like, blessed everyone as he threw the mic, ran, and got on the flight. And I was like, Kirk Franklin is a bad He is. And people don't want to give him his credit. And listen, uh,
0: I don't know how or where or why, but, like, even in the pandemic, people who didn't respect him enough, when he would take and he had, like, five singers, it might not have even been five, it might have been four, and they did a little bit of a little... I said, well, give me that version. I'm always, like... (laughs) live versions so much better than the original sometimes. Mm. And I heard the same thing. I heard everybody was like, listen, them sounds was off,
1: but he got them all together. Listen, I'm going to get you together. Because when it's in you, it's in you. We're going to do this, right? And and I love, I guess, and that sticks with me because there's something about that kind of, um, not just belief in self, but belief in other people, right? Mm -hmm. In that moment, it's like, I'm saying to you, Toy, I believe in you and we're going to have a moment. And we don't need everything perfect. And there's something about that for me that really relates to like working with children because children just give you what they give you. They're not worried about how they they sound. No, they and they're not concerned with how you feel about them. They're going to be- Adults could really take a lesson from that. Absolutely. So that's why when I see adult moments like that, when I see or hear a moment where an adult really took the perspective of this is fresh, this is new, what's going to happen? Who knows, let's go. I'm like, that's, that's that inner child. Mm -hmm. Like that's that curiosity and that joy that accompanies it, you know?
0: Absolutely. Well, Mm -hmm. I know that you have a show coming up because you are going to be participating in the uh, Kimmel Center and Wawa,
1: Welcome to America's, Mm -hmm. Block Party. Yes. Tell me about that. Okay. So Kimmel is back doing what the Kimmel does. And uh, I love the Kimmel because I love that open plaza when you walk Mm -hmm. inside it. It's like, it's a part of the city, you know? And I think they've done a good job uh, over the years, every year of making it more and more a place that welcomes everybody, you know, mm-hmm. where you just roll in and see, Hey, what's going on in here? And Let me have a little seat done. and right. just leave when you're done. That's right. And so um, they're going to be performance fr- performances from local folks like me. They're going to have some Broadway superstars from what I understand. Yeah, like, um, yeah. yeah, you know, that's right. That's right. What was it like um, Moulin Rouge? Moulin, uh, Rouge, yeah. Moulin Rouge, Moulin um, Rouge, Cookie Diorio, who's this fabulous, fabulous opera singer mm-hmm. um, and drag persona. Um, uh, Koof is going to be there with Christine Elise, DJ Chris Blues and the Parkside Experience. They're going to have a little beer garden. You know, I think there's some stuff maybe going on outside as well. But mm-hmm. and I'll be there with Jan for Junior Johns for the kids, for the kids, the big kids, little kids. All the kids in between. All the kids kids, um, from 11 to 12. And so glad you said that so I can get there at the top of the hour. Yes.
0: Cause I was about to ask you, like what time are you going to? Come on,
1: eleven. Eleven. You know, I I mean I started signing autographs for the diaper set like around 1045, you know what I'm saying? So no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just playing, but um, yeah, so we're on from eleven to twelve, but it's all day. You now and yeah, I think it's from um, it's 11 just,
0: to 8 or 11 to 7 and it's free so if you're in the Philadelphia yeah. area it is free so this means you're going to get a little bit of everything from music mm. to acting all kinds of different um, genres that's right. for free for free 99 3 99 that's all I always say that three ninety nine. 99 come on down and this is a, a for everybody family oriented right. everybody can come down
1: it's something for everybody and it's nice because you can cool off you know, because that's the other time. Hey, y'all okay. got some good AC over there. The there's a nice ahead. AC at the camel. And mm-hmm. then it's nice if you have small people, you just want them to run around. And they can run around in that space. You know how sometimes you might take your kid to like the mall or to the park and they just go buck while running because they're like, for freedom! Running, yay, like, without, yeah, yeah. Right. That's how the camel is. It has all the space. And so it's just space to stretch out, enjoy. You know, they got bathrooms, there's gonna be snacks. It's just should be. A nice way to spend part of your Saturday,
0: yeah. And I, like yeah. I told my husband, I was like, "Put that because we we link our schedule." And I was like, "I'm linking it. Let's, yeah, let's lock arms." So that's what we're right. going to be. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's going to be an amazing time, and we get to hear, you know, just again, like you said, the kids having movement, dancing, singing. I'm, yes. I look. I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah,
1: and some laughter, you know, because mm. summer, summertime's around the corner, which means these kids going to be out of school. Listen. With that is the first parents. week. That's the first week my kids are actually off. Oof. Out of
0: school. So we're going to be in the building. They're going to need to have somewhere to be. They're going to be there. they go be there.
1: Ouch. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm like, get your sneakers on. You need some comfortable <laughs> shoes. We're going to be here a
1: while. <laughs> I love it. I love that.
0: So I wanted to talk all his about um, self-care before we end our time together. What are you doing Please. for self-care?
1: Mm. So self-care for me, uh, you know, there's, so there's community self-care. When I check in with my community, I do a lot of stuff with, um, the food justice movement. So for instance, there's a community refrigerator in Germantown. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's one, and there's, they're all over the city. And so being of service for me, feels like self-care, uh, in a lot of ways, because I'm taking care of not just me, but the me that reverberates out the me, we, Mm -hmm. Um, and that extends, you know, of course, to my family as well, connecting, right? So the look, community, look, let me see, do the C's connecting, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and really connecting with my people. Like, so just the way I'm connecting with you right now, it's like checking in on my girlfriend's. Mm-hmm. You know, I got into this texting. You see, we'd be on these phones with this texting, but me and my girls right now, my girlfriends, I'm like, I need to hear your voice. Right. Let's do a I video need- chat in. So- yes. I didn't, you know, so really making sure to be intentional about that. Cause what I found was I was doing in the pandemic, when the world got small, it was like, eventually I'll see you. Eventually I'll see you. Eventually and what I'm finding now is like, no, I'm, I'm making the date. Like I'm gonna see you on this Saturday. It don't have to be for that long but I want to put my eyes on you, be around your right? Yeah. And that does so much for my spirit because those people know me, you know, so being around people who know me and been knowing me has has really felt like care. Um, I do a lot of meditation. Um, uh, I'm a big fan of Thich Nhat Hanh, uh, who is a Buddhist teacher. He passed recently, but I'm a big fan of meditation and just breathing Um, because that does a lot for that part of our systems that gets hyped up. You know, mm-hmm. and, and we're on high alert. We were <laughs> all, on, we've time. been on high alert. Let's oh, say this, right? All the okay? time. And you and I, as Black women, we were, we were born on high alert. <laughs> right from the gate. But, right from the gate. But learning how to really listen to my body and just breathe, you know, just be with myself, not having to do anything. I mean, one of my favorite things right now is to just lay on the floor on my back with my knees up. And that's it. Not on my phone. And why? I feel that gravity, like resettle my spine mm-hmm. and just like do nothing, even if and I'm not talking about, but it ain't got to be for an hour because we don't have an hour, but even just five to seven minutes of like, I'm going to just lay on this floor and look at this ceiling, or go outside and, and look at the sky, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's self-care that, that has been a, an important part of listening to my body because very often we don't, I'm not, we don't, right. We don't listen to the aches, the pains. We don't listen to it until it's outsized, right? Right, then it becomes um, a thing. Then we're like, oh, man, I should have. Yeah, so just listening to ourselves, like listening to myself, you know, and being like, oh, okay, I feel afraid right now. And really talking to myself and saying, well, why? You know, as opposed to stuffing it down or get over it or whatever. Like, why, why are you feeling nervous? Why are you feeling stressed? What's actually going on right now? That's right. taking you out of this present moment, you know? Um, and so that's been very beneficial. You know, I love my good smells. My girlfriend's always like, you love good smells. Yes. Give me some good smelling lotion. Give me some incense. Give me a candle. Give me something nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and that just changes. And yeah, I don't know. Just being around people again, you know, trying to be around people. It's hard because I don't want nobody to get me sick. Me neither, but being
0: around people and doing it safely as you possibly yeah. can is really good for your soul. Like I have friends that I'll go and I'll hang out with. We'll go grab a you know glass of wine or just have yes. dinner. That's everything.
1: We're social creatures, you right. know what I mean? And so especially after these last two years and the pandemic is not over. So let me say that it's, it's not, not over, mm-hmm. but like we are social people and we need each other. And so being able to connect however we can connect is a, is a, is a big form of self-care for me right now. I love that. So yeah. where can the people, if they want to follow your journey, where can they find you? Mm. So you can find me at mbalia.com, M-B-A-L-I-A.com. Um, and that's the other thing too, because I had done a show with the camel right before the pandemic. It was a one woman <laughs> show. You right. can find that. That's awesome. I watched some the, of that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. And yep. so, um, you know, I put up their dates and ideas and thoughts I have at the website. Um, and you can always and you find me on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can get in touch with me through my website. And um, I'm always around. You probably you, you're gonna see me more and more on somebody's corner strumming a guitar. You're gonna be like, Who that? Oh, that's that lady. <laughs> that's, that's that lady mean. that was talking to Toy. I can't pronounce her name, but there she go. Right. You just say MB if you can't right. can get it that's together. Right. Say MB. MB. That's what I always say. MB. That's right. Is that cute? That be you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I
0: am so grateful for you being here and talking with our community. And again, if you are in the Philadelphia, this is on June the twenty fifth, from I believe eleven to seven or eleven. Yes, to ma'am. It is free, free ninety nine. Uh, you don't need any tickets. You just show up. You come for what you need. You leave when yes. you're ready. There's you no come pressure. back
1: if you want to. All right. You, you can leave, leave again.
0: And you can walk around. There's a lot of air in that area to walk around and enjoy
1: Philly, see Philly, and come back. And we'll still be there waiting on you. So Mm. make sure you get there. That's right, and I'd love to see you if you if you roll up between eleven and twelve. I will. Come on, say hi. Come on, say (laughs) hey. I'm gonna be like hey. I always gotta shake it. I can't just say hi. I'm be like hey.
0: Oh yeah, I'm never gonna be just like. You know, a quick little, a <laughs> quick wave. Like I'm gonna be a dramatic and extra. Yeah, like want.
1: right. Let's come up, connect, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Thank
0: you so much.
1: This has been such a treat, toy, and you know, you get around. I did see you sipping drinks various places. So you at Sesame Place when I went to your your uh, Instagram? I was like, oh, she moves. I be moving. You be you know. out here, but be listen, Out I, here. I, I, this
0: is a long stretch from when I first became a mom. I was that dead stay-at-home mom. And I was like, you know, suffering through postpartum, not going nowhere, you know, crying uh, and dying. I want to be with adults. I got to be with the adults. And then, you know, I started the blog and um, that opened it up for me.
1: And yeah. There's so that curiosity. Yeah. I love that curiosity, right? Multitudes. Mm-hmm. Look at all those phases you just talked about too, because that's what motherhood can do to us, right? It yes. shifts us all up. You know, oh, and I know. never, and you know, I'm terrible. I never let my kids forget, especially my oldest. I'd be like, do you know my feet are flat because of you? Listen, I don't oh, want a
0: whole feet shoe feet size
1: feet
0: over all three of these you.
1: kids. is somewhere, a combination of somebody somewhere. But the thing that's neat is, you know, whether you, it's children of your own, whether you raise children, whether you're an auntie we as socialized women, we go through so many changes. And so staying curious, like that's the mm-hmm. thing, that's the gift we have, staying curious about ourselves, like pivoting when mm-hmm. necessary, trying again. You know right. what I mean? It's so, its I, I, I'm just looking at you in your cheeks. You're so radiant. You know <laughs> well, what I'm saying? You. Yeah, you really are. But but that, and that comes from that continued self-discovery, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, I'm glad to get to know you because yeah, it's like, goodness. you know, we're going to keep going. Keep we on going, are, but we I, I, I'm going to see you. I'm going to see you. Oh, with, yeah. If I don't see you before, I'm going to see you in two weeks. I was about to see, well, I will run up on you. Listen, I'll right, be a little cocktail with your friends. I'll be
0: like, uh, toy. and I'll be like, Come on, this is MB. We're gonna, <laughs> we gonna sit down and chit chat, and it'll be just fine. My friends are just, we're good, we, we don't have them problems. We don't, we everybody can sit. At the yes, table. It's all love, everybody, we, right? Everybody, everybody comes to the table. table. Yep, so thank you so much for your time. We can't wait to see you in person in two weeks on June the 25th. Mm. Members, you you know MB is going to be there between eleven and twelve, so you want to get there at the top of the hour. Get there, kind of see what's going on. Again, Mm there will be it's free. There's plenty things to eat, drink, and have a great time. So come on out. Thanks, Toy. So, what did you think about the episode? MB is a ball of light, legit a ball of light. It was almost like talking to my girlfriend she just has this amazing energy that just cannot be denied. I mean, this was just our first conversation. Oftentimes, to be honest with you, when I talk to guests, I do a lot of the background stuff behind the scenes, but when it comes to the recording process, we literally chit chat seconds before it's time to speak. And just the energy right off the bat, I knew that when we were doing like our pre-chat uh, right before the recording that it was just going to be just the best conversation we've ever had. So thank you NB for being such a great trooper being on the episode. Um, make sure you get to the Kimmel center on the 25th. You want to make sure you get there because it is free 99. So get your families. If you're in the Philadelphia area, if you'll be in the Philadelphia area, It's going to be, you know, there's some things on the inside and as well as the outside. The inside is properly air conditioned. Listen, the the Kimmel Center don't play games. I've been in the Kimmel Center so many times in a month's time. Like I go so many times throughout the month just for different events. And the Kimmel Center is absolutely stunning. It's beautiful. It's aesthetic. It's a beautiful, you know, eyesight. It's just everything. So make sure you get to the Kimmel Center. You get there. You don't need tickets. You just show up. You know bring your mask if that's what's going to make you comfortable do that and um let's have a good time let's let's have a good time and hear a little bit of art hit some music get a little bit of dancing i'm sure there will be plenty of food to drink because they don't play like the kimmel center be they can they know how to do what they're doing so shout out to the kimmel center for having and be on the episode and just so that we can make sure that we are out there supporting artists and supporting artistry and just having a day of arts Arts has not died. And it's a beautiful thing to expose your kids to the arts, take them to shows, live shows, um, take them to, you know, plays and theater. I take my kids as often as possible. We're always in someone's theater all year round. I love that. I want them to not, I want them to have that experience. So I'm sure you will see me there. If you do make sure you say hi, I will not be shy. You can say, Hey, toy or toy time. People do both. It's totally Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I cannot wait to see you there. Cannot wait to see MB and I want you to have a good weekend. Um, because listen, these days, these weekends is like seconds. So I want you to just really deep dive into enjoying your weekend, enjoying your time, relaxing. Uh, we have a lot going on this weekend, but let me tell you after my Sunday run, I'm going to go back to my runs with my um, running group. I had stopped and delayed it for such a long time but I'm going to go back to Lord's will this Sunday and, you know, do with my running group. I'm excited for that. A little bit nervous, but um, in addition to that, I don't have a thing planned. I kind of want that whole full laid back Sunday vibe because I already have a lot of stuff going on Saturday. So on Sunday you will catch me relaxing. I want to take a, you know, afternoon nap, I want to, you know, maybe do content later on in the evening. I just want to relax. So I want you to do the same. Whatever you need, go ahead and grab it this weekend. If you need to hang out with your friends, do that. Uh, If you need to, you know, spend some quality time with with your boo, like do all the things do it all. Cause listen, we need to rejuvenate ourselves. Cause you know, these weekends is like flashpoints at this point. So have a good week. We will be back with you next week. We have another guest coming next week. Listen, I'm surprised. Like sometimes are sometimes some of the hardest times to book guests because people be on vacation, but listen, we are going to be good. So step back into next week. I'm going to be playing different snippets of this episode on social media. And if you're not following me, go ahead and give a follow, follow me on all the social media things. And, um, I look forward to, you know, interacting. And if you ever are on the blog and leave a comment, say, Hey, I, I found you through the podcast. Totally. Okay. With me. I love all of that. So have a good weekend. See you next week. And let's just lean into some joy and just find some joy in life. Cause listen, life is already hard. It's already dishing out the things. I wish you nothing but greatness this upcoming weekend.